Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Happy Super Bowl, uh, the day after Super Bowl Monday. Super Bowl Hangover Monday. That's a great name for it. Thank you. How was your Super Bowl? Delightful. Really? So we had the blue ribbon roll-ups. This is the thing that gets wrapped in bacon. Yes. That's all you need to know is the bacon part. And so Georgianne said to me, she said, do you think you could eat 10 of them? And I said, (laughs) have you seen me? (laughs) And I said... Oh, sweetheart, that's a, <laughs> ten's a lot. I, you know, maybe ten. So <clears throat> she puts nine on my plate. Uh huh. Well, they're still they're singing national anthems and right saluting the flag and. Wait a minute, she put them on the plate. She put like, them on the plate. You didn't go get your own she plate. She put them on the plate. Wow, you get served. And I'm eating the blue ribbon roll ups, Michael. It's got uh-huh. spinach and bread crumbs and onions and I don't know what all else. And then wrapped in bacon. These uh. things. These things are amazing. I mean, just really, and I'm just I'm chumping them down. And uh, so I didn't count the number on the plate, but supposedly there were nine on the plate. And here's the kickoff. Yeah. Well, the blue ribbon roll-ups are gone right before fr- kickoff from the plate. Wow. However, yeah. As I strolled into the kitchen because of the, the lengthy, miserable commercials that lasted forever. I don't it's like seven million dollars for thirty seconds. I don't like. I, I mean, and they one after another after yeah, another. That's kind of how commercials another. work. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I stroll into the kitchen, and there it was uh-huh. on the counter. One a whole final tray one. of blue. No, no, Ooh. no, no. And so there were several sitting there, and so I just kind of picked one up and chomped it. You know, put it yeah. in the old guzzard, went back in, watched a commercial. Still another commercial. So I go back into the kit. There it is. Yeah, there I go. Another blue, and here's a kickoff. And now, all of a sudden, the Philadelphia Eagles have the ball, and they're marching down the field, right, right, pass, you know, touchdown. Uh huh. Another commercial, commercial, you know, forever. So I stroll back into the kitchen, and there they are, calling my name. Do you eat them all, John? They said, another blue. Uh, Apparently, by the time it was all over and said and done, I had eaten fourteen. Blue ribbon roll-ups. How when big I are they? Didn't, they're pretty, you know. Size of a golf ball? Uh, that's a very good description. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, I think I could eat 15 of those. Well, I did. Well, yeah. 14. Well, I uh, But then, of course, you know, after halftime, <clears throat> we transitioned to. Uh, Dips and <clears throat> chips? Chili dogs. Chili dogs? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> Amazing, these chili dogs, though. Where are they? Well, yeah. So I went and I, I'd never done this before. Uh-huh. I got the bun-length hot dogs. Meaning it's a little longer than typical yes. length uh, yes. buns? It, it stretches the whole bun. I've never had that experience in my life. You know, you buy the Oscar Mayer or whatever, and you got all this bun hanging off at the end. That's no good for anybody. Right. Unless you unless you bury it in chili, then it's not so bad. But the uh, bun-length hot dog on the bun... With the chili and the onions and the cheese <clears throat> and the mustard, um, amazing! Wow, absolutely amazing! So blue ribbon roll ups, yes, chili dogs, yes, and and then what? And then I watched the miserable game. What about dessert? Did you have dessert? Uh, they 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 did. My dad and and Georgianne had dessert. Yeah, because you ate all the food. 
Yeah, I was pretty full at that point. Yeah. Um, and they got the cherry ice cream out, and that's not my cup of tea. So, yeah. you know, because you got to watch it. You can't, you know, you can't just eat and eat and eat and eat. Right. You know? uh, otherwise, you're going to be, you know, hmm. big. Exciting. You curious about my night? Uh, I not am. really. No, you're no, not. No, I know. I, wanna... you, I mean, I'm listening to you relive the, the Blue Ribbon roll-ups was like listening to, you know, game six again. You it know? was so amazing, those things. They still... There was no stopping you. Three in the uh, refrigerator. I might have to uh, check out. Anyway, how was your Super Bowl? Uh, it was Michael? great, yeah. buddy. Thanks for asking. <laughs> wow, you seem so much... I, I made fillets. Ooh. Went and got some fillets. You went did. to a local grocery store, picked up some fillets. You did. Marinated them a little bit. You did. But, see, I don't have access to a gas grill. We're not allowed to have gas grills at, at, at my building. How can you live? Well, I so I went out, and, and, and in the summertime, we have access to a community gas yeah, grill. But, right, yeah, grill, but yeah. So I didn't have access. So I, I have a George Foreman outdoor grill. There it was. It's a plug-in. Have you yes. seen them? I've, uh, yes. I did a pretty good job with these fillets on it, man. There were really? no complaints. Everybody liked them. Now, do you close the lid? Well, it it, it, it comes off like a like a symbol, if you will. Right, you right, know, right, and I, right. I put, it, put the steaks on. I got it real nice and hot. Yeah, yeah. Room on there. So what do you, gas or charcoal or what's Electric. Electric. It's just electric. It's electric. It's George Foreman. It's pretty good, man. Mm. Everybody loved it. You're putting electricity on your beef? What am I supposed to do, John? I follow the rules. I'm not a rule breaker, and well, you're not allowed to have gas on my in my where's building. The, where's the smoke? Where's the? Where's there, the... there was no smoke, well, but you know, unless you're talking about what's coming off of the guns that are being shot around town, <laughs> and uh, then there's plenty of gun, you know smoke well, around me yeah. in the West End. There, there is that. Yes. So I did that oh, and nice. uh, enjoyed the game. Now let's let's. Uh, well, I guess we're going to save the game stuff for our sports insider. Well, yes, we? he uh, made quite the prediction here on these very airwaves last week. So here's the mistake I made, though. Uh-huh. When I went, because uh, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get these fillets, and that's going to be enough to fill me up. Yeah, yeah. So while I'm there, I wound up buying a couple of dips. Ooh. Oh, the olive tapenade dip. Yeah, Better yeah. get that. Yeah. Oh, the buffalo chicken yeah. oh, cheese why would dip. You, why would you do Better that? Better get that. Oh, the spinach artichoke dip. Yes. Better get that. So I get those three. Okay. I get an assortment of chips. Yeah, yeah. I lay them all out. There they are. And I said, I'm not going to touch any of them. Not going to touch the chips or the dips. Nope. Wind up eating my fillet. You ate the fillet and finished the dips and, and the chips. The and I was Whoa. like, "Well, uh, now I'm going to get on the dips and the chips." So, how late did you stay up on Super Bowl? Sunday? I stayed till the to the very bitter end. And did you I watched watch the post game. I did. Did you? I did. Well, I went to the NFL Network and watched. I more. did too. You did because Fox goes away. They went to some chef show. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, really? What are they thinking? I don't, they thinking? I don't know. Uh, I mean, you've got the whole world they, watching your show. Right. And then you go to the chef right. making dumplings or whatever right. the heck. And, and they spent a seven hours on pregame show. Yeah, they literally had so much pregame that couldn't, they canceled our it. television show at 8.30 in the morning yes. for a game that took place at 5.30 at night. It's un-American. Yes. Uh, did you see the halftime show? I did. I did not. You didn't. That's when I walked Gus. Oh, good for you. So I, I had the I had the plan, and uh, I went and played uh, <clears throat> played a little snooker in the afternoon. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, how'd you do? <clears throat> By the way, you did not play with me. No. You, you, you were cheating on me. You, well, you were unavailable because you had yes, whatever you had I, your yes. fillet going Yeah, on. I had my fillets. Uh, so uh, yeah, Kotesh and I. Uh-huh. Uh, the, lion the Lion of, of India. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. So we met and uh, <laughs> <clears throat> played a few frames. <clears throat> Oh, here we go, folks. He even brought in the score sheet. Uh, I did. Uh, it's amazing it was, we have listeners after you get done talking about snooker. It was pretty amazing. So I did that. I came home. 
And then I made a plan. I, I could smell the blue ribbon roll-ups in the oven. There they are. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I've got to walk Gus. But I'm not going to walk Gus when the blue ribbon roll-ups are coming out of the oven. Right, right. So I made a plan. Ah. Uh, Rianse or whatever her name is. Rihanna. Yeah. She was going to sing the halftime show. Right. I don't care about Rianse. Right. So I said, I'm going to walk Gus during the halftime show. And I did. And he walked. And, and it was... Was Magnificent. it? So you missed all the talk about whether or not Rihanna's pregnant. Well, I heard or, about it after yeah, the okay, fact. I yeah. missed nothing in reality, but I didn't see the show. So I walked Gus. He did what he needed to do. Uh-huh. And uh, we got home and second half kickoff after the first chili dog. And it was perfect timing. All right. What just, a night. We've got to go to break here real quick. Yeah. But what do you drink with a blue ribbon roll-up? Is it a little vino? No. I was having um, Cran Tropical... Cranberry juice. Uh huh. So what do you have? A bladder infection? Got, well, you got the you know you got the lemon, you got the mango going on there. You got, oh lord! It, it, half of that and half a Seven Up. Oh, amazing! Really? Uh, with the blue ribbon roll up, it was amazing. Well, that's John Hancock. You heard all about his culinary delights. <laughs> We're going to hear from the other John Hancock, hey. who predicted a win by the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. He I was have. with him. Uh, we'll check in with our sports insider, but first, listen to this. The National Football League, Super Bowl 57, the Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. And here at Hancock and Kelly, we bring you the sports insider who has the inside scoop each and every week. And one week ago tonight, we heard this. I had three words, fly Eagles fly. It's Jalen Hurts. Give me Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Give me Coach Sirianni. Give me Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick. It was always Philadelphia. 34-20 to 20 in a route. Give me the E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. 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 Well, Junior, what about that production for your entrance today? <clears throat> look, look, look. So there's one and only one apology that I need to make, and that's to John Hancock Sr. for going 0-3 in the two biggest weeks in the NFL. This is the most disgrace that I've brought to his name since he found out how much I paid for Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> no. you're, you're bordering on my political career right now. No, no, look, look, let's talk about the game. It was a great game, Michael. It was. It was. Until it was decided by a ticky-tack penalty. James Bradbury did not impede Juju Smith-Schuster. He did not alter the route, and the refs threw a terrible boneheaded flag it was a disgrace and let me tell you vince lombardi is turning over in his grave <laughs> as we speak that's not football hey what do you guys think juju smith schuster's middle name is jew really yeah. juju yeah. smith yeah because so we, we were watching that what a name huh it's a great name it is yeah, a great what, name. what a name and what a call what a call juju got how about that i think it, i'm with you if that was a penalty man there's a penalty on every play in the nfl it was it was disgusting. I, I I almost actually I did throw up after that flag. I mean, I we all wanted to see a good game, and there was no doubt in my mind 
that Jalen Hurts was taking the Eagles down the field for at least a game-tying field goal well, after I mean, that, yeah. if not the game winner. I mean, that was the thing, because there was a minute 48 left, and that was third and eight, and had they not gotten the conversion, which the pass was incomplete, they would have kicked and the field goal. Mahomes threw the ball away. It was the one time yeah. that overrated, fraudulent line of the Eagles <laughs> actually got pressure on him. He was throwing it away regardless, and a ref decided to be Dudley Do-Right by the book in a situation where it made absolutely no sense. Even LeBron James was calling it how it is, thought that was ridiculous to decide the Super Bowl with a very, very borderline penalty so what's your take on the two quarterbacks so Patrick Mahomes the MVP of the league the MVP of the Super Bowl Jalen Hurts who many people think established himself in that game despite the loss uh, are these the two best quarterbacks in the league well that's you know Jalen did very well but let's not get ahead of ourselves here but Jalen certainly overperformed a lot of people's expectations 300 yards over that in the air another 70 yards on the ground he had that one fumble which obviously cost them the game, but he was able to rebound after that, after he fumbled that pick six to Nick Bolton, the Mizzou alum. Um, and he showed a lot of poise. You know, he lead, he led the team. Uh, he had a great, great night. And Mahomes, let's talk about Mahomes. You know, he did his job. He did what we expected. But, oh, my goodness, some of, people are already anointing him in Tom Brady's class. And let me read you a stat, 93. That was Mahomes' total passing yards in the second half of the game, 93 yards. Tom Brady threw for 124 yards and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, not the second half, the fourth quarter against the Seahawks, and 246 yards, including overtime against the Falcons in a bigger comeback game than this was. Mahomes, you know, he's a great quarterback, the best in the league, no doubt, but this was all Andy Reid. He made some critical adjustments at halftime. The Eagles' defense couldn't stop him in the second half. Isaiah Pacheco, a Greg Schiano man from Rutgers, RU, kept chopping. He was an absolute dog, a workhorse in that second half. It felt like he was getting eight yards of carry at will. So what do you make of the, the Chiefs' offensive line? Because, you know, coming into this game, the Eagles' defensive line, everybody said they, you know, led the league in sacks. They were going to own this game in, in the trenches, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, so the Eagles defensive line, they had a lot of a lot of credit coming in here, but it had been talked about, you know, all over the place. Who had they played? You know, they played Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones a couple times, and Brock Purdy without an elbow. So Patrick Mahomes was able to expose them. Um, he had a quarterback who could get the ball out quick, who knew what he was doing. And that Chiefs offensive line is a very strong unit. You have some uh, all pro players on there. You know, they're no slouches and they rose to the occasion. Well, you can give Andy Reid a lot of credit for this win because if you look at those two fourth-quarter touchdowns where the wideout one time on the right, one time on the left, they they acted like they were going in motion. The Eagles defense reacted to that, and then they spun around and came back. In both cases, they were wide open and walked into the end zone. That's coaching, right? That, that is coaching. And I know a lot of Eagles fans were throwing their hands up wondering, where was this Andy Reid during his time in Philadelphia? Because he didn't make those adjustments over there. And, you know, he, I think, without a question, is right now the best best coach in the league, dare I say, that old Bill Belichick may have lost a step. Well, you know, you can make a case that uh, Andy Reid's legacy is that he will ensure that the Eagles will never win a Super Bowl. <laughs> well, they just beat the Patriots a few years back with Nick Foles. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Um, so uh, what did you think of the halftime performance? 
I, I thought it was solid. You know, I, a lot of people were saying it was amazing, incredible. Rihanna has a lot of hits, a lot of great, uh, great songs. And, you know, sh- she did them. And I, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Uh a little bit overblown by some. Yeah, I think, so. I, 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 first of all, I was surprised she had as many songs that I knew. I mean, you know, she had a bunch of songs I knew because I couldn't have guessed one Rihanna song. But I don't know about you guys, but at my Super Bowl party, the whole time we were sitting there talking, is she pregnant? Oh, my gosh, I think she's pregnant. You know, and everybody was talking about whether or not she was pregnant. Yeah, well, and she is. And um, <laughs> I, my, I, I was almost sitting there waiting because she had two songs that feature Kanye West, and I was wondering... What if what if oh Kanye my just came out? Can you, 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 you want to shut down the show? <laughs> well, I thought I thought Rihanna did a fine job uh, in the uh, halftime. <laughs> Michael, this guy's calling her Rihanna, and he's sitting there talking about Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. How much you pay for Taylor Swift tickets? Uh, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I can tell you, it was more than uh, Mahomes passing yards. What city? <laughs> what city will you be seeing uh, Taylor in? In, in the windy city of Chicago. Buddy, I'm jealous. You know, she's not coming to St. Louis. So many concerts are not coming to St. Louis anymore. Yeah, you got to got to come up here. Yeah, that unfortunately that's the case. So, do you think the the uh Kansas City Chiefs, this was not the same Chiefs team we saw 2 years ago that was so strong. They of course they uh had a couple of folks leave. Do you think they'll be able to keep this core unit together to make another run again next year? I don't even think it matters. Uh, Mahomes was made up over 17% of their salary cap. Uh, previously, I think 12.5% was the most the quarterback ever took up on the Super Bowl champion. As long as he is a line that can give him a little bit of time, uh, and he is Kelsey, I think you can throw any kind of BC list receivers in there, and you're always always going to have a chance uh, with him as your quarterback. And, and I will the, say with Mahomes, I, he, he's better than overdoing the limping. Yeah, So and, and the future for Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, he's definitely earned himself a long-term extension with the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to have to pay him a lot of money. He did not shrink uh, under the bright lights, and he, without a doubt, solidified himself as a top 10. Uh, if he keeps this up, potentially a top five quarterback in the league. So, so I thought it was interesting. That uh, Arizona, the turf was horrible. It, mean, it, yeah, yeah. And But that, that was the third Super Bowl there. You had the David Tyree catch with the Giants from Eli Manning. Uh, the, the huge play. You had the interception in the end zone against the Seahawks uh, that ended their Super Bowl in that city, and you had this last-second field goal. You know, as bad as the field was, that stadium has yielded some of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. No, it absolutely has. Uh, and that was a great game last night. You know, it's just a shame it came down to came down to that penalty. It would have been fun seeing Jalen Hurts with, you know, a minute-plus on the clock against that Chiefs defense. Well, as much as we love your uh, predictions here on the uh, Hancock and Kelly show, uh, your prediction for the Cardinals in 2023, they they win the Central. How far do they go? Yeah, so they're winning the Central, and, you know, I I hate to say, you know, it's probably good news for them that I'm predicting this given my recent history, but I don't see us getting past the first round uh, without a true true ace in that rotation, uh, assuming Flaherty doesn't rise to the level he's been at at his peak in the past. Well, there's our sports insider, John Hancock from Chicago, Illinois. He uh, ate a little crow, but uh, delivered a little goods here on The Voice of St. Louis. Thank you so much, John. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Monday right here on KMOX. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is-
one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. You know, it occurs to me that you're right. They they like they had like two minutes of interviews after the Super Bowl was over. Right. They and literally boom, had eight done. hours of buildup. Yeah. And they and they tubed it for some. I don't even know who that chef was. They, do you? Uh, no. The well, it's old chef. What's his name? Right. Uh, but they they ruined it. They you know because people are you're invested. You've watched the game. It was right. a good game. It was. And you got you didn't hear from the other coach, no. the losing coach who cried during the anthem. You didn't, right. I mean, you didn't hear from anybody. And you know, I think Fox kind of blew it there. Yeah. By the way, the anthem was my favorite. The anthem was good. Uh, Chris Stapleton, you know, they, the, everything was so overdone. I was prepared not to like that anthem. Really? I mean, he came out, he had the, you know, looked like the Duck Dynasty. Right. And, well, uh, that's your kind of guy, though, at the end of the day, the Duck Dynasty <laughs> well, kind of guy. Well, I mean, guy. you know, it's yeah. the national anthem. Uh, and he comes out, he's got a guitar in his hand there, and I'm thinking, huh. Uh, but it was lovely. I mean, he uh, did a lovely job with the Yeah, NFL. I was going to say, I heard Glover kind of talk about this. Everything they did at the Super Bowl, the NFL, I mean, they marketed everything, right? Like, here's our official. They had a lot of woke you know, stuff. Toilet they had paper. a lot of woke stuff. But whatever with your woke stuff. I mean, they I, had I, a I lot never of woke heard. Stuff. You, you all get obsessed with words. Woke is your latest word. Well, I. Uh, you just, you, you, whatever with woke. Woke means anything you guys are upset about. Whatever. But here's my problem. They were, everything was overdone, right? They yeah. had fireworks and it's sponsored. Now we're going to have this package, etc. The The most subdued thing was the best, I thought, which was the guy playing the National it was, Anthem. It was lovely. It yeah. was lovely. He did a fine job. All right. Well, uh, Chris uh, Simpleton or whatever his name was. Stapleton. Yeah. yeah. You don't like him? He's country western He's star. He's a big star. Isn't, isn't he a big star? But I, I, somebody Never asked me, they said, what kind of music? Oh, you don't know Chris Stapleton? Well, and here's the other problem I have. You got all these commercials out there, and I guess there's I guess there's a bunch of celebrities in them. I don't know any of these people. Yeah. You know, the guy in the golf cart, I don't know who that was. Did you know who John Hamm was? Not really. really? I mean, I know who he is, but I couldn't. When you saw I, him in the commercials, were you like, oh, that's a, John Hamm? No, I couldn't yeah. pick him out of a lineup. Or Bradley I mean, Cooper? No. Or I, Matt Damon? I, no, that was the one. So Matt was Matt Damon the one that or was Ben Affleck with uh, Jennifer Lopez. That was at the, the one. Dunkin' Donuts. I, yeah, I had no idea who that was. Really? And then when J Lo pulled up, I, I had to think. Oh, wait a minute. Now who's she married to now? Him. So you got you got a Rod. You got uh, uh, and Ben who, Affleck. Well, the other guy, the uh, the old guy. The, oh, she was married to uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, like a Latin singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cordon Bleu or whatever his name was. <laughs> and uh, so and now she's married to now who's who's she married to the ben guy Affleck. in the box, and he was yeah. Ben Affleck serving the donuts here. Yeah. I had no idea who that was. I right. knew it was a star, uh, and then they had the guy in a golf cart. I didn't know who that was, and then they had the guy and his mom, um, Bradley Jones. Cooper. Yeah, who I what's he in? I don't know, but they there were so many celebrities. Brad, in hold these on, things. let's go to our young producer here. What's Bradley Cooper in uh, there? He's PJ? in A Star Is Born with Lady Gaga. Oh, he was in the Hangover, dude. I, he was the heartthrob in the Hangover. I've heard of Lady Gaga. She was not in the commercials on no. uh, on the Super uh, Bowl. She has standards. Yeah, she's like, look, I'm not selling I'll out tell for you some Dunkin' Lady Donuts Gaga, commercial. As much as people ridicule Lady Gaga, yeah. is a phenomenal musician. Well, listen, I t- that's why I have a hard time believing you don't know who Chris Stapleton is. I mean, this guy is he's a special talent. Well, it was good. Because we were having a conversation at my house. Somebody said, well, who's Chris Stapleton? And I said, I guess he's country star, but I kind of put him more in the Willie Nelson category. Well, he's got a lot of folk going on. Yeah, folk. There's a a deep soul folkiness to his 
vibe. Yeah. <clears throat> young people talk there. Yeah. Well, but young people are also woke, and you're anti-woke. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, give me a break. What, what, what was I mean, over the top woke for you at the Super Bowl? Name everything. one thing. Uh, okay, no, name one thing. No, because when I do, I'm going to get in trouble. But, oh. but let me tell you, the people out there know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just they shove it in your face and shove it in your okay. face and shove it so in your face. I was, so, so I was sick of, uh, why are we singing both God Bless America and the National Anthem? Fine. That was shoving it into my face. Right. Uh, enough of it. I, I I was like, wait a minute, but this guy's gonna sing something, and now we're gonna go listen to somebody else. Sing and that something? was uh, that was Babyface. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know who Babyface was. Well, he was a gangster back in the uh, day. Everybody, right? Everybody was at my party knew who Babyface was. I, was I like, had no I idea who, who Babyface was. I knew who Chris Stapleton was. I did and then not. how about the how about the sign language people? They introduced them as well, and they were they that were, was lovely. Yeah, that I was, liked the sign language. Yeah, but how come Although, they didn't put them down in the corner so you could see them doing their stuff while they're singing? Well, I thought the uh, Rockets' red glare and the bomb bursting in air looked remarkably similar to me. I mean, yeah. that's just, you know, from just an observational standpoint. That's because they rhyme. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you got, you know, stuff going on there uh, with the sign language. So what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? Oh, the dogs. Which dog? Commercial? Both of them. They had two dogs, and they were both great. They had the dog that aged with the family. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Tremendous. Yeah. And then they had the dog that aged and then had the new dog in the crate, and the dog didn't want the crate, and I thought that was great. I couldn't tell you what the products were. Yeah, ditto. Uh, When the dog aged, weren't you worried that, like, this dog is going to die in this commercial? They're going to show us this dog Well, and and here's the thing. You you put a commercial like that together, and all of us that are dog people have lived through a dog dying. And, and, you know, that's a horrible thing. Right, and so it gets the whole heartstrings, you know. And I cried, maybe uh, during that commercial, and yeah. uh, I cried, maybe during the Johnny Cash um, where they were doing across the wide Missouri. Did you see that in the pregame? No. Oh, I cried during that. Really? Uh, and I cried during Chris Simpleton uh, singing the uh, national anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tremendous. interesting. So my favorite was the Bud Light commercial where they were on hold. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they had to hold music. You didn't know what it was, and then all of a sudden they come back, and they're like, are you still there? Yes. Okay, please hold. The dogs were good. Uh, I think the dogs I guess were... you didn't really care about my uh, favorite no, commercial. I mean, Go was, ahead. I'll tell you what. You, I'll just let me know when you need me to add a little something here. <laughs> now, the Downey McBride commercial. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it was one of the best. Did you see that one, PJ? Downey McBride? Oh, it was the best. What was it? It was uh, Downey McBride. It was, uh, you know, he was for I guess Downey Danny uh, McBride. Well, it was Downey on the commercial because it was Downey Fabric Softener. Oh, I did see Danny McBride in a commercial, yes. and he's funny. Yes, but I had no idea that was for Downey. Yeah, well, Danny was for Downey, and, and it was a good commercial. But I see this is my problem. I we 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 had this conversation. What Do was you we have were that commercial, around? PJ? The Downey McBride. You can you can find it. I. I there is nobody better than PJ when it comes to producing a radio show here live on KMOX. So we've got, and you say his name is Danny McBride. Danny McBride, and is he a yeah. celebrity? Well, he's been in lots of shows. He was in Eastbound and Down. He Never was in a uh, bunch of HBO type shows. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, he's kind of a stoner cult, uh, you know, cult kind of guy. He oh. does a lot of the stoner movies. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's in a movie where he plays a religious guy with John Goodman, and uh, or it's a TV show on HBO. Hmm. Were there ministers? I forget what it's called. But Danny McBride's funny. Burles, call me Downey McBride. Come on! Come on. Y'all gotta sniff this stuff ASAP! Look a 
Mr. H. So he's driving around tossing downy in people's yards the way you do a newspaper. Right. You thought that was good. Tremendous. But you're, uh, you and I are not on the same wavelength uh, tonight. I, I don't know about you, but there were lots of movie previews, too. Yeah, too much of that. Yeah, and I mean, it's all get, superheroes yeah, the Transformers. Transformers. The, yeah, no, I, now, the yeah. Indiana Jones one looked good, didn't it? Which one? No. The one that looked good to me right. was the Michael Jordan, the Air Jordan. I agree. That one. And the, and the Indiana Jones uh, with uh, Harrison Ford. No, I missed it. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford's going to do one more Indiana He's Jones. It's already filmed. He's 80, 80, years, 80 old. years old. Yeah. Huh. So Harrison, you know, I guess he's going to be on a walker. Maybe that's when Dr. I was... Dr. Jones, uh, please hand me a walker. Was Sean Connery's not in it. No, I think that was a one-time deal, that, you know, where he goes down to Petra. And I, I think he's no longer with us, Sean Connery. Sean Connery, dead or alive? I think he uh, is no longer with us. He's six feet. 2020. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, but but the uh, Air Jordan commercial, I yeah. mean, that looked pretty interesting. I'm, I'm interested had, in it. Uh, the actor, Matt there, Damon, right, showing up and at with the, Ben uh, Affleck. Yep, showing up at the uh, uh, Phil Knight's house and Michael Jordan's house. Yes, there it was. Can you believe it's? Are we like an old married couple over here? He starts it, I finish it. I'm trying to share what I think. He doesn't care. He just keeps talking over me. Isn't that really what this is deeply. like? I, no, I, I started to tell you about my favorite show, and you're like, and what about the Downey commercial? All right, well, go ahead and tell me about it. No, your... I already did my commercials. Well, then I Now, I, the one thing it. I did take away is I, I'm not a superhero guy. Me either. Um, but I did see the first Batman, like, back in the 90s oh, with, yeah. with Michael with, Keaton. What's his name? Yeah. And, and, um, and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Well, he's back. Michael Keaton, who's got to be 60-something, too, he came back. He goes, I'm Batman. That's Michael his line. Keaton is yeah. Batman yeah. again, again, like twenty five, thirty years later. It's like Olivia De Havilland reprising the role of Scarlett O'Hara in nineteen sixty seven. Well, I don't know who that is, but it could be like that, or it could be like uh, Liza Minnelli, or he, you know, bringing back, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Arthur. What are you talking about? Liza Minnelli was in Arthur, the movie Arthur, one of the great movies ever. Well, her mother was in The Wizard of Oz, so yeah, so there. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever see the movie Arthur? I did with Dudley Moore, nineteen eighty-one. Dead or alive? Dudley Moore is no longer with. Yeah, us. he's got to be dead. Liza Minnelli's still alive, though. Yes, but she's ill. She, Two thousand two, yeah. Dudley Moore. Thank Dudley you. Moore. Uh, PJ's the best. I mean, is he? He's like rapid finger over there. No, this is unbelievable. F- this is kind of fun. We can just keep bringing up names and saying dead or alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. It's an old people game. <laughs> I don't remember many of my friends in their thirties sitting around talking about dead or alive. I'll bet you John Hancock <laughs> will get about thirty-eight percent on the uh, <laughs> on the poll. Hey, oh. we're going to step aside here for a so couple of... So you don't like mo- babies. Uh, what do you mean I don't like babies? You don't like babies. I love babies. We were talking about babies. You don't like babies. I have an issue. With, well, I, let's save this for the next segment. We're going to talk about babies when we come they back. I don't like babies. Or dogs. I wouldn't mind making one. Or practice making. <laughs> oh, jeez. What, what was that come from? Yeah. It's late night. Delete that. Hancock and Kelly. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Yeah, we're going to talk babies in a second, but you you were just telling me that Farrah Fawcett was only on Charlie's Angels for one season. Well, I could be wrong. 
Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure it was just one. It could have been two, but I think it was just one season. And did that have a lot of seasons? Because like she became iconic with that uh, I show, say right? Charlie's Angels was on for five seasons, but I could be wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, it might have been four. Do you remember their boss's name? Uh, yeah, Charlie Townsend. Five seasons, I was correct. Thank you, PJ. I thought it was Bosley. And uh, No, but, well, Bosley was the on-camera boss. Okay. Uh, played by John Doyle. Doyle. Yeah, you're right. And... <laughs> <laughs> I watched it this morning. Oh, nice. Uh, and you had... You uh, watched Charlie's Angels this morning? I do. So you what, had, what channel do they even play that on? It's uh, on the, uh, somebody's uploaded the episodes to YouTube, so you can watch all of them for free. Is that right? Oh, but you see, we're in Screen Actors Guild. We don't believe in that. So That's pirating. Five I'm seasons. So you had... Uh, <laughs> it was... You say Boyle and not Doyle? Yeah. Are you sure about that? No. Ooh. You're right. Sorry. Uh, thank you. Thanks. All right. It was Doyle. <clears throat> so I stand uncorrected. Uh, so you had the Charlie's Angels. They came out, and you had uh, John Forsyth okay. was the voice of Charlie. All right. Never on camera. Okay. During the entire series. Right. And then you He had, always comes from the phone. He's on the phone. And they have kind of a flirty relationship with him. Uh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And then John Doyle uh, played the role of Bosley, who was the, kind of the... I don't know, uh, group leader. Uh-huh. And then you had the Angels. Right. You, know, you had uh, Farrah Fawcett over here. Right. And you had Kate Jackson over uh-huh. there. And you had Jacqueline Smith over there. So who takes Farrah Fawcett's and, spot when well, she Well, hold on. Right. Before I digress into Farrah Fawcett, let me explain that uh, when I went to the presidential inauguration in January of 2005. Which would have been for who? George W. Bush. Oh, really? I'm One of them is a Republican. I'm huh? sitting on the lawn. Uh, not too far. Away from the podium, well, pretty far away, and I'm sitting on the lawn next to my lovely wife, Georgian. Yeah, and there on the white chair, two rows in front of us, Jacqueline Smith, Jackie Smith, huh? Jack, not Jackie Smith, the tight end. Oh, Jacqueline Smith from Charlie's Angels. Is that right? Still gorgeous in 2005. I mean, you know, not that I'm, you know, looking right, right. But uh, but you, so you got you got Farrah Fawcett over here. You got Kate Jackson over there, and then you got uh, Jacqueline Smith over there. And uh, I think after the first season, maybe the second season, but I think the first season, because I've been right about everything so far. With one season, you're right. uh, Farrah Fawcett. Leaves. Right. She gets too big for the show. Well, she married Lee Majors. He was a $6 million man. And they, I thought you know, he was a $5 million man. No, it was six, buddy. Well, he was, was six. It was six. Yeah. And, and uh, so Cheryl Ladd comes on the show. And uh, everybody thought it was going to fizzle without Farah, But it didn't fizzle did without Did she look Farrah. like Farah? Uh, no. Did they, did they change the name or did they just pretend like she no, was? No, it was her cousin. It was, it was uh, Farah's character's cousin. Okay. Chris Monroe. All right, yeah. Because Farah was somebody Monroe. And, um, and, and so you got Cheryl Ladd there and uh-huh. she's on for the rest of the series. And then finally Kate Jackson left. Right. Kate Jackson, by the way, uh, very underrated as an actress, Wow, in my opinion. So, uh, PJ, you're a young man. How old are you? I'm 23. Okay. And you're watching uh, uh, Charlie's Angels. Do they still stand up? Well, I mean, pro- not really, no. Really? Um, really? No. It, it's it's very 
They had a car dated. phone. You can tell, yeah. They had a car phone in 1974. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Right. Well, how see, many how many people had a car phone? And I, I'll tell you who did. Charlie's Angels. Right. And right there in the Mustang. They had what, a car phone. Well, you know, some of those old shit, like Perry Masons. I've I've seen some Perry Masons flipping through TV at nighttime. And Raymond, you know, they're old and black. And Ray, Raymond, Raymond Bird. Yeah. Those still stand up. Yeah, good show. Yeah, it, it, they, it's timeless. Yeah, he's in uh, the who's room. the show? Rockfish and um, Rockford uh, Files. The Rockford Files. Great show. Still stands up. James Garner still stands up. Yeah, but I was just curious. If maybe Charlie's maybe Angels. the greatest theme song in the history oh, of television. Magnum PI. It, it was fine. It, it was fine. But you're, you're not, yeah, thank you. You're not going to beat the Rockford Files theme. In fact, I would love nothing more than to hear the theme. From the Rockford Five, it was a great theme. Really, it was. His, it started with his answering machine, right? Because he he worked for 150 a day. Oh, there it is. There it is. PJ, incredible, incredible. It's ringing. I keep playing it, PJ. And uh, now it's loading. No, it's loading. Oh, we are loading. <laughs> we used to have computers. All right. Oh, there it is. Uh, I believe that was written by uh, Carpenter, John Carpenter. Jerry Car- Pete uh, Carpenter. Pete Carpenter. Uh, what are we? Are you playing Trivia Pursuit over there? <laughs> like everything is just like name that date. And... <laughs> so we were going to talk about babies this segment. Oh yeah. Like. So so Amy and I talked about this a little bit earlier today. By the way, I did four hours on. Cable you've been X doing. You've been twelve hours on the radio. No four. Four That's hours. That's going to earn you about two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> <big boy. laughs> they may big. pay for my parking. Yeah, it might. Um, but. Uh, so well, there was this show or story that was uh, in the news mm-hmm. about a restaurant that's getting some flack up in New York. Who's New decided, Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. I was they, listening. Yeah. You were just, on the air, and I knew it was New Jersey. Yeah, they've decided. Well, it's because you were listening. They, it's much easier to listen than to talk. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Although you do a real good job talking. <laughs> but anyway, they said if you're 10 years old or younger, you can't come to place. this restaurant. It was yeah, a, it's a spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti. Spaghetti place. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know that I have a problem with that, although my parents took us to restaurants when we were kids, and it was part of the way that they taught us how to behave and, and act, and, and I'm glad they took me as a young person because you, you got exposed to that, and you also learned how you were supposed to behave. And so, apparently, the reservations are going through the roof for this place because mm-hmm. there's no kids under the age of 10 or 12, whatever it is. Mm. And there's other restaurants who followed that suit. Horrible. I posited the thought. And I'd be curious, you travel a lot on an airplane. I do. And particularly on Southwest Airlines or, or heck, any any airline, you know, but Southwest, you have no seat assignment. But on the other ones, you have a seat assignment, but still luck of the draw who's going to sit next to you. Would you be willing to pay $100 more no. a plane flight no. to know that you're not going to be sitting next to a screaming baby? No. no. You don't have a problem with screaming babies. I love babies. If when you go to Europe next year, you and yeah. the lovely Georgianne go to yeah, Europe. Yeah. Well, how's it going to feel if there's a twelve, you know, a nine month old there just lovely, ah, lovely. whatever, dude. Uh, uh, let me, whatever. Allow, me, allow me to quote. Uh-huh. Allow me to quote Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Suffer the children to come unto me. Okay. It's in the Bible. What does that mean? It means bring the kids. Oh, and let them cry? Uh, yes. And you're okay. So you, as getting ready to go on this romantic getaway to Europe with yes. Georgian, could do six hours next because to some screaming baby. Let me tell you something, Michael. What? Babies will scream until they encounter me. What? Then well, they shriek? No. Oh, what? The smiley face. The, uh. Uh, the giggling. The, the babbling. 
Uh, you know, I I sing uh-huh. I sing. Raunchy, you can just read their mind. I oh, look sing, at the clown. <laughs> I, I sing raunchy blues tunes to Tula, and she lights up like a light bulb. You sing raunchy songs to your your well, granddaughter. I mean, they're not that raunchy. raunchy. Uh, blues, you know, blues music. She loves blues, but r- raunchy ones. Yeah, like, come on oh. up, come on up. Some night, my castle's rocking. Oh, John, you, you can't can be blow that your top because to... everything's free. <laughs> Only, hey, buddy, this is a family friendly uh, station. No, uh, but uh, kids love me. So really? you, you put put a baby on the plane, their crying stops. Huh. That's all I'm telling you. I'm not, Folks, I'm not sure I believe it. I it, am it, going to find out what plane he's on, and I'm putting a kid next to him. As enjoyable as this all has been, nothing can compare to what's going to follow after the news, because we're going to have in this studio none other than our man from Hollywood, Sean Michael Lyle. You won't want to miss it. It's next on Camel X. Yeah,